Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Friday forward to Friday for two reasons. Number one, the weekend is upon us. And number two, we get to visit with our friend Joey Vitale, our blues analyst here on 101 ESPN, one of the all-around all great and smart guys. He's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line right now. Good morning, Joey V. How you doing? Randy, I'm doing excellent, man. Good good trip to Nashville, although the blues didn't get the win we were hoping for, but a good quick little turnaround and uh, now we've got some home cooking here for the Blues next week, week and a half, which is nice. All right, we got two things. Number one, for people that are going to be able to spend a couple of days in Nashville, give them a go-to. Well, geez, I mean, there's so many things. I, I would say for, we're, off the, we're off the hop. Uh, this place called Biscuit Love. It's, it's a great biscuit joint. You, you ever been there in Nashville? I have, I've been to Nashville, but not to Biscuit Love. Yeah, so it's in, it's in there's a few different locations, but there's, there's an area called the Gulch which is kind of the up-and-coming, uh, trendy spot, I'd say, in Nashville, which has a lot of just wonderful restaurants. Uh, they also have a, a wonderful, like, uh, shake station, which is basically all desserts. Uh, but I would definitely say Biscuit Love. To me, that's, that, that's got to be up there with number one. And then uh, there, there's also some really, really great barbecue. There's, uh, there's the, the, the pork place, which is also in the Gulch, which I believe it is called, let me see if I can get this right, uh, the Pork... Lager. I think it's a pork lager. It's like top 10 in the, in the nation. They have all their trophies when you walk in. Uh, I stopped there yesterday for some pork and coleslaw. And then the Biscuit Love Place is just uh, to die for, especially if you like biscuits and gravy. And then there's a new shop actually here in Kirkwood. If, if, there, if there are a lot of biscuits out there, really a biscuit a couple of years ago, and I kind of got into them a little bit. There's a new biscuit joint. I'm going to give a little shout out to my buddy Mike. He just started this place in Kirkwood. A uh, wonderful, wonderful place. Um, Bees Biscuits. It, it's great. It's right off of uh, Argonne and Kirkwood. They're right by the Dewey's in Kirkwood. Uh, they just opened up a few weeks ago. They're kind of doing Thursday to Sunday hours right now. But uh, the place is absolutely exploding, lying down the block. So if you're a foodie in St. Louis and you like breakfast and you're into biscuits, um, give that one a whirl here in Kirkwood. Very nice. All right, Joey, I'm going to ask you one other question because, uh, as you know, I am a, a veteran. I've been, so I've got an anniversary next week. 36 years I will have been married. But... I find you to be brilliant and thoughtful. So give me some anniversary advice. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, 36. Don't they have like those uh, those anniversaries where you're supposed to give a certain gift? Is that is that right? Like, yeah, they paper and wood. And yeah, (laughs) what's 36? What's 36? We have to check that out. We'll do it right now. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's more important. ones like the five and ten. I can't imagine every year they have something. 
Oh gosh, marriage by you know what? Uh, let me step away from the house because I, I can't have my wife doing this because uh, you call me a hypocrite. Um, man, thirty six years. First of all, congratulations. Thank you, brother. Randy, you know I I wish I wish the world would celebrate anniversaries like they celebrate weddings. You know what I mean? Like hmm. don't you kind of think we got this backwards? Yeah, you, you spend a lot of money on a wedding, but it's one day. the The anniversary is is years. It's year after year after year. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I tend yeah, to agree I with just, that. Yeah, I just I just feel like you know anyone can get married, and anyone does get married, and then you know with uh, with, with how marriages end a lot of times, you know. And so, but you know, to spend some so much time with one individual. <laughs> Uh, for 36 years, I mean that's that's a celebration. I mean that's a you're you're having to eat a lot of a lot of you know what over the years. We should celebrate both partners, that. by the way, not just one, both partners. I was gonna say, you know, and um, you know, the, I guess I'll start with the worst advice I ever gotten. The worst advice I ever gotten. I'm not gonna say who it's from, but they said, you know, marriage, Joe, don't ever forget. It's fifty fifty. It's fifty. It's fifty fifty. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> no. it's not, it's not all one, not the other. I said. I said that's interesting advice. Um, it's 2080, um, brother. <laughs> I'm thinking more 991. And you know, you know what's actually funny about it is, and, and this is all in all seriousness, it isn't 50 50. It it actually is, you know, give a hundred and receive a hundred. You know, I think that when you when you claim it's 50 50, what do we instinctually always do? Uh, that's when you, you start keeping score, right? And then I think that's where marriages um, run into a lot of trouble. Certainly at, at chapters of my life, uh, when you're always asking, hey, what about me? That's when you're thinking 50-50, and I've given this, and I'm, I'm at 52, and she's only giving me 48, so we got to balance this out, and then it starts fights. But at the end of the day, you know what? You just give your entire self uh, to your spouse, and then you hope that she just gives uh, – you, you married someone that uh, can give her full self to you, and it becomes reciprocal. Um, and it becomes a bit of a fusion where you get so intertwined where actually when you're giving to your spouse, you're actually giving to a part of yourself, which is really, really cool at the end of the day. But there, you know, Theodore Roosevelt said a lot of brilliant things in his day, uh, but the greatest quote by, by Theodore Roosevelt, uh, which I, I read before I got married, which was important, and he said that there is no greater decision that will determine your happiness or your mer- misery than the one you, you choose to spend the rest of your life with, with whoever that is. And it's so true, right? I mean, uh, if you're around this person each and every day, all day long. Um, there's a give, there's a take, there's good chapters, there's bad chapters. Uh, but if you treat it like a marathon, certainly, Randy, like it sounds like you have for 36 years, uh, not get too tangled up into the day in, day out, week in, week out, uh, but this thing's a marathon, and, and to keep giving your full self to your spouse and hope that she returns a favor. Joey, I fully planned on talking hockey, but now i got to ask you this question. Since <laughs> we're on the marriage topic, Tom Brady is clearly going through some marriage issues, and I, I posed this question to, to Randy yesterday. Is he getting the biggest I told you so from his wife uh, anytime that they speak on the phone? Because he's playing horribly, and she's ready to leave, and she probably told him, do not go back, and he did what he wanted to do instead of listening to his wife. Well, you have to wonder, right? I mean, Giselle, every time she throws an interception, she's she just like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, or or she's, giving, uh, she's giving praise to anyone, uh, to anyone who's sacking them. You know, I, guys, I, uh, just, you know, to be completely transparent, uh, I, I, can't, I can't function in my day in, day out. I can't have a good call if, if things are not good at home. You know, it's just the way it is, right? Uh, hockey players, football players, everyone's the same. And this is where... You know, you, you hear about players and they, you know, when they get these awards or when they, when they talk about things and they always, what do they do? They always thank their wife, it seems, first because 
Uh, without, a, without a good home, without a good marriage, you know, the, these guys really are at the beck and call of, of the mercy of what's, what's just going to happen in the game. And, and I, I think there is certainly uh, a trend when you look at players who are struggling um, on the ice, typically, you know, uh, thing, things aren't, aren't great at home. And then on the reversal side, uh, you see some players and how they're, they're really booming and, and they're, they're ex- excelling in their specific sports, excuse me, get that out there. Uh, you know, that, that's when I think the marriage and everything's good at home. And any, go, any walk of life, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we, uh, there's that funny movie, Fake Daddy, when the guy's freaking out. And he's like, you're not mad at me. You're mad at your father. I forgive you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like sometimes when people mouth off at me, the first thing I think is, man, they, they, they got to take care of things at home because they're not projecting on me. They're probably projecting on something else. But, no, it's actually interesting to see to see Tom not doing so well. And I, I do think there's a correlation there. I don't know to what degree, uh, but at the same time, um, certainly it's got to be on his mind and it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a very important thing. And, and the thing is kind of coming to an end here and that, and that's certainly going to play into, um, to your performance. All right, Jerry, I, we're going to, I guess we got to talk about the hockey game last night. Uh, the blues took a six to two loss against the Preds. It, 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 is it me or did you see that the blues were, it seemed that they were a little bit slow to the puck and, and really getting beat up a little bit on the boards. I know that hockey has changed this philosophy and it's not as physical. I don't know that Nashville got that memo because they seemed a little bit more physical than the blues uh, last night. You know, I talked to Wendell Clark uh, my first year in the booth. This is going back four years ago. We were in Toronto, and uh, the Hall of Famer Wendell Clark, obviously one of the Maple Leafs all-time greats. And I'll never forget something he said. You know, obviously when, when someone like that is talking to you, you're, you're, just, you're, you're all in. You're all into the conversation. But it's amazing uh, how you pick apart certain things and, and certain things stick. You know, he, he was talking about uh, the Maple Leafs at the time, which was a team made up of the Mitch Marners and Austin Matthews in one of his first years. And uh, they weren't an overly physical team. And this was right after, uh, I forget who won the Stanley Cup, I think it was 18, was it the Capitals maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Capitals went in 18, and then they had that Tom Wilson. They had a lot of bite to their game. And then you look back on the, the broad shoot bullies of the Philadelphia days, uh, even the Blues in 19, the way they, they were smash mouth, right? Uh, the idea was, you know, can you win a championship uh, without being physical? And you know, we're, we got into a great conversation about it, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, you don't have to win a cup um, you don't have to be physical to win a cup. You don't have to be. You don't have to hit people to the, wo- the boards. You don't have, have a hard forecheck. You don't got to be snarl. You don't got to fight. You don't have to do any of those things to win a Stanley Cup. Um, you don't have to play heavy, but you have to know how to play through the heaviness. Was was his point? And I think that you look at the Avalanche last year. Look at Tampa Bay. Both those teams. They don't jump off the page as a physical team, a hard nosed team. Uh, but they know how to play through the physicality, right? They know how to b- bypass the puck and have good execution um, and be connected and have the support in the offensive zone. Of course, they're getting the goaltending. So there's so many things that if you're not going to be physical, there's ways you have to play through that physicality. I look at that game, carry last night against National Predators. Uh, the National Predators are the most physical team the Blues have seen up to this point. I quite frankly think that they're going to be the, probably the most physical team in the National Hockey League again. And, and they had the most fighting majors last year. Uh, most penalty minutes, and of course, they're off to a hot start again with the five fights already this season as well. And they're going to run you right through the wall. I mean, you look at um, Borowiecki, you look at uh, McCarron, you look at the way Tanner Janot plays. They skate, they play with pace, and under John Hines, who I play for, John Hines is a he's a snarly coach, man. I mean, he is he's got some pepper in his steak, and he loves just to get the group going right. So he they're, they're going to play hard for him. The Blues knew this. The Blues knew this coming in last night, and of course, um, you know, they I think the Nashville Predators rested for four days. They dropped the last five. 
Uh, they were ready to hunt, and they, they certainly did it uh, quite well last night, and the Blues just could not figure out a way to kind of play through that heaviness. It, it seemed as though you, you what you're saying is, is spot on. Uh, Achari finally got back and, and hit somebody rough on the boards, and, and that seemed to maybe start to spark some things, and then they uh, picked up a penalty, and then the Preds scored on the power play. But it, it that that play to me, it seemed like Achari just said, okay, enough is enough. We're not We're getting beat up. Let me go hit someone and let them feel us as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's what Noel Achari will do. I mean, he had seven hits in the game last night, um, four shots on goal. I, I think that the fourth line's been very, very good. I think that what they're doing, they're doing pretty much everything right now but scoring goals. And I think Craig Bruby's very happy. Nathan Walker had a couple of really good opportunities last night as well. Uh, but you look the way – you look at Noel Achari. He's been in the league a long time. You know, he went uh, to the Santa Cup final with the Boston Bruins. He had a lot of success there in Florida. Uh, now being in St. Louis, he understands his role, right? We, we talk about roles all the time, but he understands his role and he understands uh, what he needs to do to go out there and try to spark this team. And for him, it's throwing down a big hit. It may not be scoring a goal. And, you know, the best players in this league and the guys that last a long time, uh, I think they all have one thing in common. They know, they know what their role is. Heck, I was at the – Enterprise Center the other day, and we had all these wonderful, wonderful children and families join us at the Children's Hospital. A lot of kids with, um, unfortunately, with leukemia uh, and different cancers, and it was an extremely uh, sad but also fulfilling day at the Enterprise Center as the kids are walking around the locker room. I'm sure you see the social media about it. Uh, and you walk in the locker room, and, you know, the kids are, are running and all these players, and, and Ryan O'Reilly comes out, and everyone's wearing their costumes, and, and Ryan O'Reilly's a cow. And I, I, said, I said, hey, kids, you know, you know who this is? And they and they looked at me and they said, "Mr. Vitale, it's a cow, obviously." <laughs> I was like, well, well, yeah, well, yeah, it is a cow, but also it's it's, it's also the captain. So you know, Jake Neighbors was a taco, uh, a taco, and you know, Braden Shen, um, you know, I think he was a pizza, and you know, Tarasenko was Luigi. I mean, everyone had different costumes, and and that's and that's how hockey is too. Everyone's got roles, and and the coach the coach needs everyone to kind of get to that role. And I think that's kind of what's maybe missing a little bit right now. Because you bring up Noel Achari, I think he's done a good job of getting to his role, killing penalties, blocking shots. Uh, he's been physical. He's getting chances. He, he's a bounce away from getting on the board for his first as a blue. But he, he's a player to me that's fulfilling his role. And I think right now, you know, Craig Berube is, is looking at this team with a couple of the injuries like Buchnevich and Saad. He needs everyone to take it up a level and to find that role. If you're a goal scorer, you need to start getting more chances. And we got to start burying some pucks. If, if you're a physical guy like Torpchenko, you're in on the forecheck, we got to start banging some more bodies. Uh, if you're a guy that creates chances like Jake Neighbors, you're creative, you've got a high hockey IQ in the offensive zone, we got to start generating more. If you're a barbershop, we need more offensive zone time. we got to get you harder on the puck like David Perron was, who, who I believe we, we, we really are missing a lot at this point in the season right now. I think, I think it's going to be a big loss for us. We're looking to someone to kind of fulfill that role. So everyone's got a role, and everyone just needs to take a step up a level uh, in order to kind of get off this little skid they're on and get things back on the right track. Joey V, the uh, 36th year present is Bone China. Bone China is not happening at this stage. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Bone China? I don't even know what that is. I, I don't. Uh, I guess it's they, they make bowls and stuff. You've already, uh, when you've been married for 36 years, you've already got all your China. There's there's no reason to buy China at this stage. Does anyone even use China? No. <laughs> no. To me, to me, China is like throw pillows, Randy. My wife, she's she's really into these stupid decorative throw pillows. It's like, you know how much time I waste taking off throw pillows and putting throw pillows on my bed? Uh, you know, I'm going to do the math. I'm going to get back with you next week. I mean, it's like two minutes every morning. It's two minutes every evening. And, and then it's like, we'll see, four, four times seven is 20. It's 28 minutes. I feel like a week. I mean, I'm not great at math, but I feel like I'm wasting at least a day or two of my life just 
figure out these stupid throw pillows. Joey, I, would, I would imagine China's right up there, right up there with it. We're in the same boat. And the rule at our house is last one out of bed has to make it. We, I, I can count them for you. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got to put nine pillows on the bed. Nine. <laughs> too much. Too so, much. And nobody will ever see it. It's ridiculous. So I, think, I think you get the pass. I think you get the pass on time. But I would imagine you're at least taking her out to a nice, a nice dinner tonight, Randy. All right. We'll, we'll absolutely handle that. We'll find a good place on the hill and we'll, we'll go. Right. Joey V, you're always the best. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great weekend. You too. You too. Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.